Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is Red Sox Review, and it starts right now. Here's your host, Cooper Boardman, on WEEI. There's a ground ball wide at third. Charged by Bregman, throws on the move. Ball game over. The Houston Astros roll to a 13-5 victory over the Red Sox in the opening game of this three-game series. The Astros lead the season series 3-2. Yeah, here's the final out. It was a long time coming here tonight at Fenway Park. Holy cow, as we welcome you back to it. Uh, live from Fenway, Cooper Boardman here with you. It is Red Sox Review. And, uh, man, we'll, we'll get to all of it uh, here as, as we go along. 617-779-7937. On the text line, 617-779-7937. Uh, you, you heard the ending there. That was like the ending of of, of of mice and men. I mean, it was like, how, how can we get to the the end of this year? And uh, you know, for the Red Sox tonight, it is there, there's a lot here, and we're going to talk about this bullpen. And I think that's you know, I, I'm trying to wrap my head around it because you know, y- y- you come into the night. And, you know, you know that the Red Sox had made their roster move, right? You, you know that Chris Murphy had gone back after, you know, put, putting together all the bulk innings yesterday. And uh, and they were going to, you know, bring Kyle Bearclaw up. And so you figured any bulk situation, Bearclaw, who's been a starter and a really good one at that, at AAA, uh, that was going to be the answer tonight. And... Well, you know, Chris Sale, he was fighting it a little bit, got two outs into the fourth inning. It was time to go to the bullpen. Bear Claw comes in, gets her final out of the fifth. But, you know, it was clear that he did not have his best stuff tonight. And obviously the line ends up showing that four and a third, 11 hits, 10 earned and five walks to go along with the hit by pitches and everything. And at a certain point, it was kind of like you're looking out to the bullpen. You're like, all right, somebody's got to get up. Looking out to the bullpen, 
you know, somebody's got to get up. And and uh, honestly, no, I've, it, clearly, uh, no one ever did for the Red Sox tonight. And it, it was, you, you could understand the managerial conundrum, right? There are a number of ways, and we're going to unpack all of it. And I see the calls, so we'll get right to those in a second. But just my two cents on this about the ways that this could have gone. Again, 617-7797-937. Got Taz inside the glass. Cooper Boardman here at Fenway Park. And, uh, you know, I... You're you're balancing okay the the fact that this bullpen has been overused and you've got a number of guys and we'll go through it guy by guy as we go along here a number of guys that are not available right they're in red on your on your card you can't use them John Schreiber is probably an example of that through 46 pitches in the last three days not going to go to him okay fine uh, you're in that portion of it but then you know it's kind of like okay well. You know, we're going to get Bearclaw in there, and he's going to get us an out or two, and, and then maybe we can get it to our high-leverage guys because you knew Chris Martin and Kenley Jansen were guys you could give the ball to tonight. Well, the, the problem was, and this is kind of where this comes into play, is that lightning struck very quickly in that sixth inning because Jose Altuve, after the two walks, you know, maybe you say, all right, two walks there, you got to get him out of there, but the Red Sox – didn't seem to feel as though Alex Cora didn't seem to feel as though he was in a managerial position to do that. And so all of a sudden Altuve puts one off the wall Adam Duvall did misplay that baseball that went off the wall. And then, you know, after he gets it out, Bear Claw does a three run home run by, you know, maybe the best pure hitter in baseball. The game's kind of over at that point. And then at that point, why wouldn't you have Bear Claw finish the night because he stretched out and can do it. And, you know, I, I have no doubt that, you know, we've been, and, and I'm one of them, right, sitting here and you're just kind of watching this and you, it's been three, four, five innings of knowing how this game was going to go and stewing on it and feeling that frustration, and it's entirely understandable, honestly. Um, all right, I, I got more to say on it, but and we're going to hear from Alex Cora as well, but let's get to the phone lines and just kind of uh, hear, hear the thoughts and, and hear the feelings as we begin, and uh, we will start in the great state of Connecticut. We've got Jason in Connecticut. Jason, you're on the air on Red Sox Review. Hey, yes. Hi, Cooper. I, I just want to say I'm just I'm, I'm just at a loss of words right now. I've never seen anything like this in my life. I don't know what Alex Cora is thinking. I know the bullpen's been used up, but when the guy starts struggling, he's not even close to finding the plate. It's not good for him mentally or the team. They, they, start, they start pointing at the dugout. And even Verdugo's pointing at the dugout saying, what's going on? It's, it's not good for the players. And do you think they're going to bounce back tomorrow from this or not? I mean, I don't know how you bounce back from this. Well, you know, the good news, you get to wake up in the morning and the game gets to be, you know, that is that is the thing about baseball. Talk about a cliche, but it's true. And and I think, you know, it's a, and I appreciate the call, Jason. You know, I, I think what what is hard to stomach about this, and, and Will said something to this effect uh, a few minutes ago on the post game, is – what is you know so hard to to take down at this point is you know, you're in a playoff race. Every game, every inning matters so much, and you are in a one run game with the lead in the fifth inning of this ball game. And at that point, especially a day after you you kind of sort of punted okay. on the game yesterday, it, it, right. it is. It is just it's just really, really frustrating. And I again, I appreciate the call, Jason. I think, you know, that that's the reality of that. 
at this point. And, and so after you punt on it yesterday and now you're here today, like how does it not get to the higher leverage? But I don't think they had somebody for the sixth and seventh innings. I think you had Martin for the eighth and Jansen for the ninth. Uh, all right, let's keep on going. Wally is in Fall River. Wally, you are on the air. Uh, what's up, Coop? I mean, uh, this game, I don't know, had a lot of twists, not twists and turns, but we had a lot of traffic early in that game. Uh, Christian Javier was wild. He walked six guys. We only go, what, a couple of runs, and Duval hits the bomb. But we could have scored three or four uh, more runs in those early innings. We had a lot of squanders. But as far as Chris said, you can't, you know, uh, you can't depend on him. You can't depend. I mean, it, it's tough when you're not getting lent from your starter. You're putting a big strain on your bullpen. But as far as the rest are, so you got too many teams to chase now. you got to worry about Seattle, Texas, Houston, Toronto, and um, uh, Tampa. But too many teams to chase. And, you, you know, you're running out of games. You know, I'll let you have a miracle of strength together, uh, you know, a few wins, eight or nine at least. But uh, as, as far as the Red Sox, uh, I think their main objective now is not to finish in last place. You know, that you're going to have to do something next year maybe to get a, you know, a stopper or something. But uh, this game was a horror show. Bear Claw, I don't know what you do with him now. Now what? He can't pitch for two days. But But the bullpen right now is completely worn out. Yeah, Wally, and and thank you. Yeah, I, you know, and, and you said it kind of can't depend on Sale. I, I think you can depend on him to a point, uh, but it's also the understanding that you're, you know, here's the reality of the night, right? Okay, so I, so the, the Red Sox, you know, haven't gotten any length all year. I mean, we've talked about this a lot. It, the Red Sox have gotten the fewest innings from their starting pitching in the American League this year. They're averaging fewer than five innings per start, and that is not inherently a bad thing, and I'll tell you why. I'll just, but it obviously is a bad thing, to be clear. But, you know, to be sitting here, uh, you know, averaging fewer than five innings to start, there are other teams that do that. The, the Rays are in your boat like that. The Dodgers are in your boat like that. The biggest difference between those teams and the Red Sox is those teams have an elite bullpen, and they're structured in a way where they have, you know, seven guys, you know, sitting down there, uh, you know, eight guys sitting down there that you feel good about coming into the game. And the Red Sox, while they have are leaps and bounds beyond where they were a year ago, and this is not a bad bullpen by any stretch of the imagination, they're not built with the depth that they are at currently in the reshaping of this organization pitching-wise, and they are in the midst of it right now. They're not currently in a position where they can consistently do that. And, and 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 that is the problem where you end up with a night like tonight where, you know, your manager feels like there has to be some kind of stopgap, some kind of line in the sand to say we need to give these guys, you know, another day with the, the all of the games and all of the tax that, that was put on them in Houston uh, and against the Dodgers over the weekend. And what ends up happening is, you know, you're, you're, you have a guy, you know, who just didn't re- – and Kyle Bearclaw is, a, is, a, is not what you saw tonight. Kyle Bearclaw is one of the best pitchers in AAA uh, and, and had, by the way, pitched twice for the Red Sox with success already this year. But it, it's not so much about, oh, you know, he, he struggled. To, it was he didn't have his stuff tonight, and there was really nowhere to turn from there. And, and I think that is what is most frustrating. And then you had to watch it play out over the next four innings. All right, keep on going. Uh, let's see. We're going to Portsmouth. We got Liam. Liam, you are on the line. You're on the air on Red Sox Review. Hey, Cooper. Uh, 
I'm coming back now. I'm driving back an hour. This is my 38th game of the year. I'm driving back from West Fenway. There is no excuse for what happened tonight. I get it. The bullpen is tired. But this is a must-win game, a must-win series. Cora is focused on what? Playing for tomorrow when we have to play for tonight. We have to sweep this series to stay within playoff hopes. And now we are on the outskirts with only, what, 30 games left to play. When he walked the first two runners, that should have been a sign to get someone warming up in the pen, and he had no one. He let it go. We've defended Cora plenty of times this year and said, you know what, we give him the benefit of the doubt with the team he's had. But he was leaving Bearclaw, and he said, you know what, we're going to hang him out to dry tonight. We're going to live or die by him. And we died tonight. Yeah, no doubt. And I, I and I think well what I think is it was the speed with which it happened, right? He walks the first two and you're like, All right, you know, this is somebody who has been a strike thrower, you know, he's sixty two percent strikes, he's a strike thrower at triple A, you know, it's not gonna last. And then all of a sudden, when you're facing a lineup as good as this one, Jose Altuve steps up, he swings at the first pitch, you know, he puts it off the wall. Adam Duval didn't do him you know, his pitcher a lot of favors with the play in center. As it, you know, when it bounced off the wall there, and then all of a sudden, you know, this game that was a one-run lead is now a one-run deficit, and then two breaths later, you know, you couldn't have gotten somebody fast enough to to avoid the Jordan Alvarez home run, I don't think, which is not an excuse; it's just the truth. And I think you know, but but we saw it tonight, right? I mean, you know, he, he that at a certain point there was a decision that Kyle Bearclaw was going to finish the game. And that's what happened, and and obviously, <laughs> you know the rest of the story from there. All right, we're going to Andrew. Andrew uh, is on the line, wants to talk Alex Cora. Andrew, you're on the air. Hey, Cooper. I'm going to play devil's advocate here because I know everyone's questioning Cora. Um, but he realized this game was getting out of hand early, and the bullpen is depleted, so I think it was the right move to punt on this game. You're not going to beat a team like the Astros with only some of the bullpen rested. You need everyone to be good to go. Might as well rest everyone up and be ready to go and try to win the series instead of wasting bullets on a game that was already out of hand and put yourself in a bad spot for the rest of the series. Now yeah. your bullpen is a, in a good spot to try to win. Oh, it's, it's not a it's not an unfair criticism, you know, critique uh, there, Andrew. And I and thank you for the call. You know, I think here's here's you go by one by one, right? Because people want to sit here and they want to say, all right, well, Alex Cora should have gone to the bullpen. Well, you actually have to manage the bullpen. So John Schreiber had thrown forty six pitches between Friday through Sunday. You're not going to go to him. There's just no way you're going to do that after twenty two on Friday, twenty four on Saturday. You know, down for a day maybe, but you, you're not going to – just three times in four days at 20-plus, okay, that's a, hard no, that's a hard no. Whitlock, 40 pitches on Saturday, coming back from his injury after 29 on Wednesday. So, you know, you're talking about 69 pitches over, over five days for a guy that has not really been stretched out. Not going to do that. You know, Nick Pavetta, was he an option – he, you know, we had this conversation on Friday night, and it's funny watching it kind of rear its head now at this point, is they're asking him to do a lot of things he's never done before, right? He goes to 70-plus pitches in New York. He was wonderful. They don't expect him to pitch on Wednesday night. Kenley Jansen gets hurt. 
Nick Pavetta is sitting there in his sneakers, and 10 minutes later, he's on the mound, warming up in front of all of Minute Maid Park to see, comes on, you know, gets those couple of outs, and then comes back two days later being asked to do something he's not been asked to do all year long, and he wasn't very good on Friday, gave up four runs on those 36 pitches. So you understand the calculus. Okay, we're not going to go to him there. Brennan Bernardino. COVID list, right? He was great on Friday, COVID list, not there. Chris Murphy was the guy who came up to replace him. He pitched a million pitches yesterday. He's out. Okay. Uh, just I'm going down the line, literally. Now you're at the four guys that conceivably could have been used. Kenley Jansen's your closer. He's not coming in this in the sixth inning of this game. Chris Martin uh, is your eighth inning guy. You know, you had to get it to the eighth inning to see Martin tonight, I think, which leaves two names for me. Three names, including Kyle Bearclaw. Kyle Bearclaw, Mauricio Yovera, uh, and Josh Winkowski. Well, they went to Bearclaw. Yovera, we have not seen him in a high leverage situations to this point this year. He threw yesterday and gave them some, like, and he was up tonight, but I, I don't, you know, obviously, you know, uh, you, you, you have no idea how it would have gone. I have no idea how it would have gone, but going to Kyle Bearclaw in that spot on paper to me is not is not some you know gigantic difference in terms of bold decision making to go to Jovera on either side of that right like that's the same move essentially and it happened that Bearclaw didn't have his stuff tonight and then Winkowski uh, but you know and and again this is where you play devil's advocate uh, you can you can sit on both sides of the line I think if you were going to circle one name on the list of somebody that you know you would have maybe have liked to seen. In that moment, in jo- it is Josh Winkowski. But, you know, he pitched four times in the last eight days. And he's coming up on, you know, on leading the league in appearances. He's thrown 48 times. And he struggled a little bit in the month of August when you've seen him kind of have to pitch a little bit more than maybe his workload is used to. And so after 20 pitches on Saturday, you can have a conversation about why he didn't come in. Now, that probably would have been better than the – well, that would have been better than the alternative, but it is a situation where, you know, it, it just kind of – it all came to a head on the worst possible night and uh, against this offense with a guy who just didn't have his stuff tonight. Uh, it adds up to a really frustrating night for the Red Sox. Okay, 617-7797-937, 617-7797-937. It's Red Sox Review live on WEEI. Take a quick break. We'll come back. We're going to hear from Alex Cora, uh, hear the calculus, hear what he had to say, get into the bullpen a little bit more. We'll talk to you and then get you set up for tomorrow. All that coming up. It's Red Sox Review right here on WEEI. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Well, another frustrating night for the Red Sox tonight here at Fenway Park. 13-5 loss against the Astros on a night that just, it was a slow burn. I said this earlier, but, you know, there are, losses come in a lot of different ways. Sometimes you get stunned. Sometimes, you know, it's kind of one strike and you, you can't believe it. Uh, some nights it's Mookie Betts. And uh, some nights it's like tonight where, you know, it felt like you knew what was coming. You knew what happened. And then you had to sit there and kind of wallow in it like you were sitting in the mud uh, for a long while after you knew what was going to happen as the Red Sox fall once again by a final score of 13-5. to They had a lead in this ballgame, 4-3 to at the bottom of the fifth inning. The Astros scored six in the sixth, two in the seventh, two in the eighth, and beat the Sox by eight runs here tonight. It is Red Sox Review Live on WEEI. Cooper Boardman here with you, 617-779-7937, 617 617- Seven seven nine seven ninety three seven three seven ninety three seven on the text line, and uh, you, all of your calls and all of the conversation is is around the bullpen, and uh, certainly we I, I have my thoughts on it. We've kind of gotten through the you know how this how this unfolded tonight, where the Red Sox were in a position where they had to use uh, somebody for more than four innings who did not have his best stuff tonight. And uh, that's all well and good, but I'd like to hear what the manager has to say, and he was the one who made the decision. So uh, let's get to that quick, and then we'll get to your calls, 617-779-7937, on the text. Uh, so let's do it. Alex Cora following the loss tonight against the Astros. Here's the manager of the Boston Red Sox. We're still resetting today, so um, you know he's been throwing the ball well down there, throwing strikes. Just didn't happen today. We had a lot of guys down. I mean, Pete. At that point in the game, you know, like you know, he's, you know, he's been throwing the ball well. This is where we were. You know, we got Chris, we had Kenley. Just didn't happen with him today. He's been throwing strikes the whole time in, my, in the minor leagues in AAA, and you know he was uh, the guy in there, and uh, it just didn't happen. Are they counting? 
Murkowski down We got Bearclaw and we got some other guys. You know, this is where that happened. You know, we, we struggle throwing strikes. And, you know, with that team, that's what they do. For us, for us, you know, it's it's tough, but this is where we at, you know, and uh, it's it's sixteen games in a row, and a lot of teams go through this, and uh, you know, we just have to, you know, get over that hurdle, you know, and right now for us, this is where we at. We're gonna be in a better shape tomorrow, uh, bullpen wise, much better. Alex, for, for any of those guys, does Kobe on rest? Is are any of the relievers trying to grind through? You know, maybe some minor things. No, no. It's just there's a lot of usage. You know, it, it, adds on, it adds on, you know, and, uh, you know, we trust our process. We trust our medical staff. And, uh, you know, there's certain days that you push them, right, that you have to push them. But, uh, you know, there's still a lot, of, a lot of games to play, and we have to make sure we keep them healthy. If Chris had gone potentially like six innings or something, did he manage that differently? He didn't, so I can't I can answer that question. Oh, it's awful. I mean, I feel great. I, I feel bad, you know. Sorry. I feel bad, you know. Like, but um, it happened to them last week, right? Uh, you know, they brought up a guy that threw 100 pitches and, you know, saved their bullpen, right? When we beat them 7 through 3, whatever it was. So uh, he wanted to go out in the ninth. We were thinking about actually sending a position player, but he was like, you know what? I'll, I'll take this one. I'll finish this one and, and we move on from here. I mean, you, you saw me, right? You saw, I mean, probably my face was all over TV. I mean, it's not, it's, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Mañana es un día especial aquí, ¿verdad? Tenemos el Jimmy Fund, so yo creo que eso pasa la página y te concentras en las cosas importantes, ¿verdad? Hacemos lo que tenemos que hacer y prepararnos para el juego. Así que eso es algo que no importa si ganaste hoy o perdiste. Es un día sumamente especial para el área, para, para todos nosotros. Aportamos, ayudamos y nos preparamos para el juego. ¿Mm? Eso también, sí, sí, sí. I mean, it's not easy. It's not easy, but we were able to, to, I mean, there was a stretch there that we were going six, seven innings, and then obviously the schedule helped us out with, uh, you know, when we were having the bullpen days, and we were going seven innings with two pitchers, you know, and right now it hasn't happened, you know, and uh, we just got to need, you know, got to get better in that aspect, and when we start doing that consistently, good things are going to happen, and, and uh, we should win, you know, more games. Yeah, up and down, right? I mean, uh, he got caught by surprise there. Huddy was talking to him. You know, like, it really doesn't matter the score. You know, you can't assume uh, plays like that is, are going to happen, right? Uh, they did a good job of able to catch that ball and then Orkides to backdoor him. But, uh, you know, uh, he got his uh, hit. He was able to play defense. We'll see tomorrow where we at. Um, you know, maybe he'll play, maybe he's not, he doesn't. But, uh, you know, at least he got his. And like I told him before the game, you know, you're a big leaguer. You know, whoever... Uh, you know, didn't believe in that, that you, you weren't going to make it. Now you're here. Nobody can take that away from you. Might change. Do we hit another one? <laughs> We're good. Thank you. Yeah, that was Alex Score, the manager of the Boston Red Sox, talking tonight after the 13-5 to loss. And, uh, again, I know the majority of the calls and the conversation are about the bullpen here. Cooper Boardman here. Taz back inside our flagship studios. It's Red Sox Review on WEEI. Uh, just a disheartening night for the Red Sox, who 
Uh, we're trying to win to keep pace with all these teams in the wild card. And uh, the Blue Jays win. The Mariners seem like they are on their way to a cakewalk win. The Rangers came back and won. The Astros were obviously the team that were here tonight. And so, you know, it, it, the, the gorge grows a little bit bigger between you and those teams. You know, Al- Alex provided the answer, right? I mean, we just walked through kind of the bullpen, right? You, Schreiber's down, Whitlock's down, Pavetta's down, Bernardino's down. And so you're trying to decide, uh, you know, okay, you've got maybe Winkowski. You had Bearclaw, who ended up wearing, you know, the, the rest of the night. You had Yovera. You had Martin. You had Jansen. You're not going to go to Martin and Jansen at the point that you're down. You're not going to go to them in the sixth and seventh inning. You're going to go to them for innings eight and nine to close it out against an offense like this. So, you know, was Winkowski available? I mean, Alex Cora was asked, and he said we had those guys available, meaning Martin and Jansen. We saw Yovera warming up. So I'm going to say that Winkowski, they didn't feel was available. And, you know, you can yell and scream all you want about your manager and all this. You know, the, the reality is, is you can only put the guys in the game that are capable of pitching on that particular day. And they were in a situation tonight where, you know, they needed an inning or two from Kyle Bearclaw. And at the point that it turned into a blowout, he ended up going four to third innings. But, you know, tonight was also, and, and I, I, I give a, a massive tip of the cap to him that Bearclaw asked to go out there for the ninth inning because they could have, as Alex Cora just told us, put his position player out there, but he wanted to do it, and he did do it. And, uh, you know, that in itself is impressive. It doesn't obviously change what happened in the bowl game, and it certainly didn't change what happened in that sixth inning. But, you know, you do give enormous credit to him. Uh, all right, 617-779-7937, 617-779-937. And uh, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll go back to the phones. And all right, let's go down to New Orleans. We got Glenn on the line. Glenn, you're on the air tonight on Red Sox Review. Uh, hola, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, Glenn? No, not too good after what I watched tonight. But yeah, uh, fair enough. The, the, problem, the problem remains the starting pitching. And you said something about uh, reshaping uh, the pitching staff. The the problem is the lack of quality starting pitching uh, that's able to go more than five innings. I'm talking about six or seven. I'm I'm 68 years old, so uh, to me, seven innings at least is going deep. But I know everybody's high on Bellow. But to me right now, he looks like a solid number three starter. If he was with the Mariners, he would be at best number four on their rotation. So I know I hear talk about, well, they're going to have to go get it through free agency. But what has Bloom done as far as starting pitchers in free agency? Paxton and Kluber and you know, the sort like like that. They had Martin Perez and Garrett Richards, and it's it, it just goes on and on, and that's what leads to the bullpen problem, of course. So that's not going to go away until they address starting pitching. Right. That's and, and, what it boils down to. It, yeah. It's the same every year. And, well, and Glenn, you know, you talk about the, the Mariners, and, and when I was saying, you, you mentioned what I said about the reshaping, right? So – the Red Sox have done this where, you know, they're trying to get to the point where the Mariners are at. What the Mariners have done, and you're talking about a Mariners team that has gets the second most innings from its starting pitching in baseball. They have created this unbelievable stable of arms uh, on Seattle's point. And, Glenn, thank you for the call, by the way, all the way from New Orleans. So the Mariners thing, 
So they get the second most innings from their starters. They have an unbelievably good bullpen. They have become a factory for pitching because they have invested at the lower levels in the minor leagues uh, and, and, and a, a science-based approach to getting great pitching in their organization. And what they have done is unbelievable. They have created uh, you know, a, a bevy of outstanding young starters uh, led by uh, uh, Logan Gilbert, uh, led by uh, a number of others, right, uh, in their rotation. Obviously, they went out and got Luis Castillo. They have Brian Wu uh, and George Kirby. There's the name, right? They've got George Kirby, uh, who's been outstanding. And then on top of it, this is where, you know, the, the I think, you know, people in, in a traditional sense about baseball, right, and Glenn, you just said it, uh, you know, you think about going deep into games is is seven innings, right? Seven innings is what you, you deem – uh, to be, you know, a, 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 a deep start. Well, the Mariners average less than six innings a start. They average about five and a half, you know, give or take innings per start. That's going deep in 2023. The major league leader is the Astros, uh, and they average less than six innings per start. That's going deep uh, in, in games. And the Red Sox average less than five innings per start. What The, the biggest difference between what they have done, the Mariners that you mentioned, and, you know, where the Red Sox are right now, and they are in the process of getting to this point, is, is the Mariners have been able to create a bullpen where you have eight or nine guys, and I'm talking about not just the guys that you have out there right now, but the guys that are d- available to you in great depth, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 on your depth chart, that you feel good about going into the ballgame. Right, the Mariners bullpen right now features Andres Munoz, who was in the 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 that trade with the Padres that AJ Preller should be tarred and feathered for for getting you know tie that was the tie France deal, and they traded Austin Nola and two relievers that you've not heard of. Matt Brash is their second best reliever in the bullpen. He was an A ball pitcher. In, in 2020 when they went and got him. They have Justin Topa in a nothing trade with the Brewers. Taylor Saucedo, who was a waiver claim. Gabe Spire, who was a waiver claim. I could list you six more names that you won't remember when you wake up in the morning that all have ERAs below three and a half for the Mariners' bullpen because they have found a way to do this where they have – They've been able. They've basically created a pitcher factory, and there are a number of organizations around baseball that have done this. The Mariners have done it. The Braves have done it. The Dodgers, we saw them all weekend. They have done it. The Orioles are in the process of doing it. The Rays have done it for a very long time. That's not a snap-your-fingers-overnight deal. That's not something that you can just, like, breathe you know, uh, you know, you're like into the lungs of an organization and immediately have that be the way it is. It's a process. And the Red Sox, th- think about it just watching it at a major league level between last year and this year. They've taken astronomical steps in terms of the quality of their bullpen. They have gotten, you know, good, st- good uh, relief work from a guy, obviously, like Chris Martin, who was, a, you know, somebody that the Red Sox uh, went out and got. Uh, they have converted AAA starters into quality major league relievers like Chris Murphy and Brandon Walter. But that doesn't mean that there still aren't lengths to go. And so when you talk about, okay, how can you be the, the Mariners from a starting perspective? Yeah, obviously that's the dream. But the thing that you can do is really be them from a bullpen perspective. And that's the difference. And, and that is kind of, you know, that's where the conversation tonight takes me in terms of kind of a longer term view uh, about the Red Sox. But, Glenn, appreciate the call. It's it's good thought. It's good insight. Um, and, and, again, it, it, it matters in the context of tonight, which is a 13-5 to loss 
to the Astros, 617-779-7937, on the text line. Um, all right, uh, let's go to New Hampshire. We got Evan on the line. Evan, you're on the air tonight. Welcome to Red Sox Review. Hey, Coop. Uh, I don't remember, but uh, or I don't know if you remember, but a couple weeks ago we talked before the Yankees series, and uh, I was telling you about how I thought the season was over, how inconsistent it was, and you told me, you were like, you know, if they sweep the Yankees, how are you going to feel? And, and you know, they swept the Yankees, and I was like, you know, Coop may be right. You know, I might feel a little <laughs> bit better. And then this happens all over again. And, and I, I got to ask you, man, you're Alex Cora or you're Heimblum, you're five and a half games back in playoffs. Like, what direction are you going in for the next month? You know, you're calling up Sedan Rafaela. William Bray is up. Are you going to call up, you know, Drohan? Are you going to call up, you know, another prospect just to see what they have? Are, are they even going to try for that wild card spot? I'm just curious to see what you have to say. Yeah, Evan, thank you for the call. And uh, what if they sweep the Yankees? Well, I'm glad you didn't ask what I thought would happen after that because obviously it's not been – it's not been, you know, where you want it to go. And I think, you know, you look at those 10, the, the, the 10 days, you know, here's the reality of it is that, you know, we can sit here and scoreboard watch all we want, right? We can sit here and look at the manual out there in, in left center and, and, you know, okay, the Mariners are doing this, the Rangers are doing this, the Astros, when they're not here, are doing this. Doesn't really matter, right, unless you win. And to be a 500 team over the last 10 games just flat out isn't isn't really good enough. You, you know, you've got to be winning 7 out of 10. It's not like anybody in the clubhouse doesn't know. It's not like you don't know. It's not like I don't know it. In terms of, you know, what's next for this group, Evan, I would argue you answered your own question there uh, in that I think you are going to see the future while balancing it with a chance to win right now. You know, um, you, you just talked about the Yankees. The Yankees at this point have decided that, you know, they, they called up Everson Pereira, uh, who's one of their, you know, top five prospects. They called up Oswald Peraza. If they were in a playoff race. Those guys probably wouldn't be up there. They weren't up there the majority of the year. Pereira's played in 20, 25 games. The Red Sox are not in that situation, which is this season is over situation. Obviously, five and a half out at this point. You'd rather be closer than they are. There's no question about that. What the Red Sox are going to do, and it's really the, the, the answer that you would get in June or July is they are going to call the guys up that they believe can genuinely help them win games right now, right? Go through it. Willier Abreu, who is the best hitter at AAA in the month of August, really in all of baseball, uh, with what he was doing with the bat. He came up, and he looked really good, and he's on paternity leave. By the way, congratulations to Willier uh, on the birth of his son. You know, you're going to call a guy like that up because you feel like he can help you and he can solidify some help uh, from an offensive perspective and defensive perspective in the outfield. You're going to call a guy like David Hamilton up if you need help up the middle, which they have. And, and the injuries have really forced the hand here, right? Uh, but they believe in David Hamilton. They believe in his speed. They believe in his abilities defensively, even though he struggled a little bit playing major league shortstop. And then they're going to call up Sadon Rafaela. And I'm, I'm fascinated to, to see, you know, what these next couple of weeks look like. You know, uh, Alex Cora implied with Will earlier on today that Sadon was going to start tomorrow. Uh, and I, I'm excited to, to see that, um, you know, if, if that's the case. I think, but I, I, I think to your point, not only are these going, guys going to get legitimate run because of injury, I think they're going to get legitimate run because they believe that they can help this team win games. We're going to find out together, uh, but I, I, I think that's the case. From a pitching perspective, um, I, I, I don't know if you're going to see too much, you know, in terms of aggressiveness on that end unless they feel like somebody's very ready. 
Um, I, I, I think, you know, you, you saw Chris Murphy and you saw Brandon Walter. I think you're going to see those two guys. Walter just threw the ball great over the course of the last week since coming back to AAA. Murphy has obviously been very solid in relief outings yesterday notwithstanding. I think that's what you're going to see. It's a balance of the two. The Red Sox are not out of this, but it, it also – uh, certainly there, it would be surprising if they didn't give those guys legitimate chances because they have been so good, because they have been so productive. And, you know, we're having that Mariners conversation a moment ago because of the, the, the belief that they have in their player development. Now it's time to find out, I think, in, in, in some ways. We'll see uh, over the course of the next couple of days. All right, uh, 6-10 on the pregame show, Mass Mutual Red Sox pregame show tomorrow. Remind you that the uh, highlight you heard earlier was brought to you by Nissan. Save the action pack Nissan lineup today at the Nissan Thrill the Drive sales event. That is it for tonight. If you didn't get it in, tweet at me at Cooper K Boardman on Twitter at Cooper K Boardman. Huge thanks to Taz back inside our flagship studios. I'm Cooper Boardman saying good night for now. This has been Red Sox Review on WEEI. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.